G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. I was in my car and I parked in front of a a garbage bin and the garbage truck came along and he was very upset with me so uh, he made that known and I thought I have to apologise to him. I I just had to. It overcame me this obsession or or this um, compulsion that I had to apologise. So I chased him in my car and cut him off which certainly surprised him and afterwards I thought now this was not normal behaviour. Welcome to Real Faith, conversations about the impact faith has on our lives and the challenges we go through, helping us today and giving us hope for tomorrow. That's real people, real life and real faith with Eric Scadabo. Her kindergarten report card read, Jennifer shows an outstanding talent for drawing and painting. However, even though her talent was recognized at an early age, her extreme lack of confidence, OCD, and perfectionism held her back. That is, until recently. What has brought about this breakthrough and what kind of art is she now creating? We'll find out in today's conversation. Jenny Nichols, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so here your teachers were seeing that you're good at art, but you didn't really pursue that. What happened in your childhood? Help us understand. Okay, well, um, my childhood, even though I thought it was normal, it was actually not normal at all. My father was a violent man. He was both physically and verbally abusive. My mother was an alcoholic. And um, I uh, also feel my older sister was an academic and she showed quite a lot of... um, promise in that area whereas I was creative and artistic quite the opposite of my sister and my father looked upon that as being not a very worthwhile thing to have a talent for and told me as such he told me I would be useless not be able to earn money with with that kind of talent and basically I should um, not pursue any artistic uh, or creative areas at all And so I decided in order to please my father, I think, I I felt like I needed to prove to him that I could be a success. Mm -hmm. I I desperately wanted him to love me and I thought, well, okay, this is how I do it. I do as I'm told. So I didn't pursue art and I realise now that that's like removing a part of who I was, Mm -hmm. which is basically what happened. Yeah. Now also in your childhood, you mentioned that you thought you had a normal family. How did you find out your family wasn't normal? Uh, I think uh, it, it was actually very upsetting. I, I went to visit another family and they were laughing. They showed joy. They interacted. They played games. It was such a happy atmosphere. And it just really floored me. I thought, this is what I want and, and I don't have it and I know I'm not going to get it. And I suddenly realised that this is this is what family should be about and I definitely don't have it. So I realised then my family was uh, not at all normal, sadly. Also, you kind of had a victim mentality 
in your childhood. Is that correct? Yes, yes. How did that come about? Um, I guess because of my lack of confidence and not thinking very highly of myself, it it was like having a, a sign on my head that said victim, and it kind of almost attracted this kind of um, abuse that because I'm a victim, therefore, you know, I'll receive that. Mm. Uh, it's, I'm kind not, of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, exactly. And feeling, well, I'm, I'm a worthless person. My father keeps telling me that I must be. Um, and he punishes me. And therefore, I'm a victim. And I always will be. I'm, I'm not able to to um, push through and and be anything else. So, yeah, definitely self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah. So you're lacking confidence. Your dad's not really encouraging you in the artistic direction. So you didn't go that way. But actually, mm. things got worse. Yes, I was um, assaulted not once but a number of times. And I, I began to think this... Perhaps one assault in a lifetime would be enough for someone, but why did this keep happening to me? Why did I seem to attract this kind of behaviour from other people? And through that, God really showed me, because I'm a visual person, mm-hmm. he, he really shows me things in dreams or picture form, and I realised it was like having a sign on my head that actually said victim, and that attracted people who like to victimize to me and uh, I felt like I need to do something about this I've got to get rid of this sign if this is why I keep being traumatized or abused or assaulted I'm going to take this sign off my head and I and I kind of visually did that and I I ripped it into pieces even though it wasn't a real sign Mm -hmm. but just metaphorically yeah metaphorically I ripped it into pieces and threw it away and That was a huge turning point because from that day on, I never received another incident or or assault against me. Even my parents didn't seem to have the effect they used to have. Wow, so you just said, I'm no longer going to be a victim. I mean, it sounds easier said than done. Oh, yes. I I felt like I had to make a stand and and make a real decision Mm -hmm. uh, not to be a victim. And I I guess I didn't think it through all that well. It it was definitely God that that did the doing of it, not Mm -hmm. me. But I had to make that decision and, and say, you know, I am not going to be a victim. And then I guess it was up to God to fill in the rest, which he definitely did. Now, you mentioned God. What was your relationship with him at this point in your life? Um, as a child, I, I didn't have a relationship with God. Uh, I, I became a Christian uh, when I was 34. Um, my husband had... So robbed. much after these years, but yet you felt God was playing a role back then. That's right. Well, it was interesting. Again, with my, my painting, I did draw a picture when I was probably in primary school, I think, and, and it was after I'd met this beautiful family that where I saw they had such a, a, a wonderful, joyful life. That had, you wanted. That I wanted. And I drew a picture, and I only found it recently when we moved house. I'd completely forgotten I did it. And it was a picture of a, a child, a, a little girl, sitting on a log with her brother. And there's butterflies everywhere and birds and flowers, mm-hmm. real idyllic scene. And uh, they were reading a book together. And I looked at the book and I realized I'd written Holy Bible oh, on wow. the book. And I had no 
kind of upbringing in that area at all. I never went to Sunday school. And, and I looked at this um, just a few years ago and I, I thought, how did I know that this book they were reading had a part to play in it? I don't know where I got that idea from, but somehow I felt God must have been really watching over me back all those years ago. Mm-hmm. His eye was on me, definitely. Yeah. But unfortunately... Mental illness was also a part of your story. Yes. Um, I certainly feel that I had a predisposition to mental illness. My mother was very unwell mentally, and I was diagnosed with cancer, and it was a big shock. And I think the shock is what really took hold and threw me into real depression, deep depression. Um, it often takes a trauma or a shock when you have a predisposition to push you into that area and it did with me so yes I had severe depression um, again seeing things in pictures I had a dream that I was caught in a cobweb and that was the cancer and in the corner was a black spider and that was death and I, I would die so very uh, visual <clears throat> yeah so you're mm. caught in this web yes yes and I'm if caught. that spider gets closer to you yeah It's all over. Yes, that's right. Because I was by then a Christian, I really reached out to God for help and and just to get through this in whatever way I could. And uh, shortly after that, I had another dream uh, or vision, call it what you like. And uh, this time I was still caught in the web. I still had the cancer, but the spider was no longer there. So God had removed death from the equation. Mm-hmm. And I, I often feel that God doesn't always remove the situation, but he sustains us through it. And mm-hmm. I felt yeah. very much that he was sustaining me. And I've had cancer for many years now. And uh, much to the doctor's surprise, I'm, I'm still here. Hmm. And and I think that that is God's provision and grace that, um, yes, I'm still caught in the web. I still have the cancer, but uh, I no longer fear death. Yeah, the so spider is no longer the in the room. The spider's not not there, no, completely gone. <laughs> okay, and we also heard in the introduction that you had obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD and perfectionism. Yes, yes, all, all kind of under the umbrella of anxiety disorder, which I guess again is no surprise considering I was always considering your childhood anxious. That <laughs> it ne- would make sense that mm, yeah. anxiousness would be there, yeah, and that it manifests itself in different ways. Yeah, well, it wasn't just simply being anxious about things. I, everybody gets anxious from time to time, mm. but this this was really destroying my life and and. I, yeah, I tell think, us about the, the worst scenario where you say, oh, boy, I think i got a problem here. Yeah, well, I, I was in my car and I parked in front of a, a garbage bin and the garbage truck came along and uh, he was very upset with me. So uh, he, he made that known and I thought I have to apologize to him. I, I, I just had to. Which is natural. I mean, yeah, you, you yeah. did something, you were in the way and exactly. you kind of felt bad. Yeah, I, I thought, no, I've got to say sorry, but it overcame me this obsession or or this um, compulsion that I had to apologize so I chased him in my car and cut him off oh wow which certainly surprised him and um, I got out and I I said I'm so sorry I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that and and I started to have a panic attack lady came out from a house to see that what the commotion was he tried to uh, take my keys off me now why was that 
Well, I, I was just uh, having this panic attack. I was shaking. I was. Oh, he uh, could see that. He could see this that was not a mentally stable person. That's in front right. Of him. And he didn't. He was worried that uh, I was not a safe person to drive in oh, that so, state. So he was quite over being upset with you. Oh, At this point, yes. he was like, he was you very need help, concerned. Lady. Yeah, he yeah. was extremely concerned. As was the lady that had come running out. Wow, what do you do in that situation? Yeah, well, I, 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 I just calm myself down as best I could but but uh, afterwards I thought now this was not normal behavior this, this was beyond being sorry for parking in front of a bin this that I had to apologize it, it was just overwhelming through any reality like this this is I shouldn't be doing this something's wrong it. here I had to do it so it was that so that, that is what <clears throat> A compulsion is. It's yes. like it wasn't like, oh, it would be nice to apologize. You had to I in your mind. I had to, regardless you, of whether you had to cut him off, whatever yeah, it took. You if, were going to even if apologize. I damaged my car doing it. Wow! I had to do it. I had to apologize, um, just just to ease that feeling of of anxiety that was just so overwhelming. It was it was almost uh, painful. It was it was just not nothing I could do to control mm-hmm. it except to apologize. I felt yeah. Our guest today is artist Jenny Nichols, and she's sharing with us about her battle with mental illness and how other issues in her life have kept her from expressing herself and her creativity. We're going to take a break, and when we return, we'll find out how she's gained victory in this area and how she's now using her art to help others. That and more when we return right here on Real Faith. 